0: Hot Takes and Cold Beers, with your host, Chris and
1: Joe! Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes and Cold Beers. With us as always is myself, Joe, and Chris, and Susie. My sister, returning to the podcast once again. How's it going tonight, everybody?
0: It's going pretty good. Susie, good to see you again.
2: Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Even more specials, I'm here. Yes. Physically.
0: Uh,
1: now, I would like to point out before we get to the beers that we're drinking, that all three of us are wearing drunk head brands right now, and they all look pretty fucking good. So they're all high-related, too. So hey, junk headbands! If you're listening and you want to sponsor us, uh, we are repping your shit
0: hardcore right now. All the time, bro. I love these headbands. They're comfortable, super comfortable.
1: Keep your hair out of your face. If you have hair, if not, they're just like a little fuzzy little slipper on your
0: forehead. Hell yeah! Oh, Susie, Susie, right off the bat, give that me a drink. That was Susie.
2: Was Joe. That
0: was Joe. Look. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Somebody. So that's a cheers. That's a.
2: That's okay. Joe, what was that
0: one? <laughs> Joseph Oui. Starting the podcast off Ray. Hey, while you're drink, while you're drinking, uh, what's uh, you drinking there, buddy? Uh, so we are drinking. We
1: uh, very COVID safely because uh, we're out to get takeout and everything. We went down to the Pensacola Bay Brewery and got a couple of growlers. So I'm drinking the Belgium Wit from Pensacola Bay, which is pretty damn good. What are you drinking, Susie?
2: The, the lager? No, the Pilsner.
1: 1845
2: Pilsner. Yeah, yes. Pilsner from Pensacola Bay.
1: Mmm, that sounds tasty. We also it's got the California Common, which is like a super dark malty lager, which is pretty good, too. Dang, and man. And I
2: got a t-shirt, which is cool.
1: Three or four growlers that may or may not be gone by then tonight,
2: but
0: we'll see. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> We've still got the Indians
1: game to watch after this.
0: Yeah, that's right. It starts at 8, playing the uh, Kansas City Royals tonight now uh
1: speaking of the indians our boy mike clevenger
0: captain jack sparrow he's (laughs) gone as of today sunshine you you, hate to see it how do you Um, feel about that so (laughs) on our left that's another
1: one dude (laughs) oof i don't know how to turn the notifications on my computer off it's gonna be a rough one
0: it's gonna be a rough one for you today buddy uh so anyway back to clevenger bro um yeah, man, we knew something was going to come uh, on our last podcast. We predicted that uh, Plissack was going to be the one to go, where it ended up being Clevenger, which is interesting. Um, we ended up dealing him to the Padres. We got. Uh, we also gave up um, Allen, uh, which is interesting, and we in return we got uh, a couple outfielders, uh, a pitcher, and a couple prospects, mostly at the shortstop position, which. Um, you know, I, I trust the Indians front office because they've usually come ahead in deals like this, but I feel like they were playing more so the long game on that one, uh, especially going out and getting the prospects in the shortstop area because we know that Frankie's time is coming to a close here in Cleveland here soon. So maybe that, that's a long game by them. I was kind of hoping they would get more of a return as far as uh, help us now as far as our hitting outfield scenario goes, but we'll see how it plays out, man. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I thought we'd get an impact pitcher for sure.
1: Or impact hitter, I should say, for sure. We did not get one of those. Um, but we got – well, yeah, all the MLB starters that we got are all, like – I'm not really sure what they were thinking there because we got an outfielder and a catcher. We don't need a catcher. Um, the outfielder – we do need an outfielder, but not one that's hitting 120. We already have four of them. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't understand that. And then – uh So we got a left-handed reliever. That's okay. And then all three of the prospects, two of which are shortstops, and then another one's outfielder slash first baseman. So, uh, I mean, maybe those guys will come up. Like you said, in a long game, I don't think any of them will touch the field this year. But that being said, we do need to replace Frankie eventually. And I think the one, Arias, or Gabriel Arias, how you say it, is a really top-rated prospect that plays shortstop. So he might be Frankie's eventual replacement. And then that being said, Even without Clevenger, we still have the rotation to take us deep because sack will come back. Um, We got Tristan McKenzie who looks promising, a rising star. And then even if, like, you know, Savali and Bieber have both been solid, Cookie has kind of been wavering a little bit. But even if any of those guys start to falter, we still got Pluko, who I think if he gets enough time on on the mound, Mm -hmm. he can be a starting pitcher also. It's just like in some of his starts this season, he hasn't done great. But like I said, I think he just needs more reps. He hasn't pitched right. innings at all, you know. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not upset that we dealt Clevenger. I think uh, the circumstances surrounding that trade are really shitty. I don't think we were even in the market of trading him uh, prior to the deadline. Prior to him and police sack going out and being idiots in Chicago and then lying about it. I think if that never happened, I don't think we ever would have dealt Clevenger. Now. That being said, I don't think we're hurting for pitchers. I mean, like you said, we're pretty deep in pitchers right now, and we've got, we've got the reserves on there. So, I mean, I'm just a little bit upset. I think he could have commanded a better hitter that could have helped us out right now that we could absolutely use. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, the problem, too, is that, like,
1: all the – you're right. We could have gotten a hitter, but all the good hitters that we would have – because the reason why we got so much for Clevenger – is because he's got two years of team control left on his contract. Mm-hmm. And all the good hitters that we could have got for him, honestly, are going to have more of a salary than the Indians can afford anyway. You know, So I think that has something to do with it. Everybody and, uh, say hello
0: to Carlos. He agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's holding uh, Joe's new cat, little kitten, Carlos, up to the microphone. Carlos, what's, what's up, buddy? What you drinking tonight, huh?
2: Meow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he's not. He's not very talkative at the moment. He's not very talkative at the moment. That's all right. Yeah. But, so uh, interesting trade, though, man. I mean, I, I like. I. I don't think it makes that big of an impact on us this year, but possibly long game, it could help us out.
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Now, the next subject we have to broach here, Chris, and I'm sorry I got to do it to you, but I think on the last episode, um, we did our NBA um, predictions. And uh, one of us, I'm not sure which one, so you can remind Susie which one of us it was, but one of us had the Dallas Mavericks making it all the way to the NBA Finals, I believe.
0: Was that, was that me or you? I, I'm, by the look in your face, I could tell that it was me. <laughs> do, you, do you not remember? No, of course I remember. It was me. Yeah, no, they got, they got booted. And that game, that series, I, I even said the series was going to go in seven. Um, it only ended up going six. But now that being said... Now that being said, those are some dirty motherfucking players on the Clippers, though, man. They well, in knew. Fairness, they knew. In total L- fairness, uh, yeah, I
1: had the Mavs win in the series. I didn't have them going to the finals, but I did have them win in the series,
0: which they did Dude, not. They, they were straight up trying to injure Luka Doncic because he was. They knew that he's their key player there, right? They like kept on going after his already injured ankle, man. Like. It purposely Luca even came out and said that you know, I don't even want to deal with players like that because the first time it happened, okay, maybe that's an accident, but a second time, there's and I think he said the second time, I don't even want to deal with that kind of player. So, I mean, it was just dirty moves by, by the clips all around, right? Well, that yeah. and that and the fact that uh, both the Clippers and the Lakers promised to not play the rest of the season and what they do after the boycotting because everybody. Uh, said that they were boycotting for two games, right? And then what they do, they came back and played. So they they went back on their word on that one, too. So I have zero respect for the Clippers right hey, now. Hey, we need to pause real fast. All right, we're pausing right now. Hey,
2: what company did you get these from? What? What company did you get these from?
0: It's called Junk. Junk Headbands. Junk? Yeah, like... Definitely-
2: I'm going to try to steal this, and if I can't, I need to order one before I go.
0: J-U-N-K, junk.
2: It's like, all the T-shirts I have that I'm taking are, like, Cleveland Indians, Ohio State. I got a Raleigh Possum one. I also have this one that says Mayfield, Beckham 19, make Cleveland football great again. Nice. So I got I to gotta get one of these if I can't steal
0: <laughs> I'm leaving Did that part in <laughs> What's that? Did you
2: get them from Amazon or like their website?
0: Their website. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaving that part in the podcast, by the way. So you. Better... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll edit it out. Huh? I'll edit it out.
2: You can keep it. He knows. I know. I know. He's gonna find out in two days anyway.
0: I know. Oh, you're right.
2: Oh, what? Nothing.
1: I just got two new hopper, super hot beers that I ordered two months ago. There's a cat on it though. Nice. Company.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah. So uh, you could either – I don't know if they're on Amazon or not. You could guarantee them – No,
2: they're them, not, but I okay. found their website, so okay, it should be yeah. good.
0: They got there pretty quickly.
2: What, what is that? Junkheadbands.com. So I can order this so I don't have to steal it. <laughs>
0: All right. Where were we? Um Okay, so we're unpausing it now. Uh, so we were just talking about the Dirty Clippers and how I have zero respect for them right now. Yeah, well,
1: they, it's kind of like the Tampa Bay Lightning in hockey, bro. They're taking cheap shots. They're not playing super clean or whatever. But, I mean, hey, they won. And, you
0: know, a win's a win, I guess, in the long yeah. run. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's it's coming down to, I mean, the Lakers and the Clips, they they both look super good and Looking like it's probably going to be those two in the Western Conference Finals. So, uh, we'll see how that goes, though, you know? For sure. I
1: just uh, – well, you don't know. You don't know. The, the the Nuggets and the Jazz are playing great. They forced a game seven. I don't know if that's tonight or not. Um, if it is, you gonna have to watch it. But, uh, I mean, both of those teams are playing great. Um, right. It's, like, it's almost like they'd be unstoppable if they weren't playing each other. So we'll see how that one turns out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm still not. Even with the Clippers win, I am not guaranteed that it's going to be a Lakers-Clippers Western Conference Finals.
0: No, I wouldn't say. I at this point, I'm not guaranteeing anything in the NBA. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that's all right. going to win it all. Yeah, you're right. It was a hot take. It was the first season or first Wait, episode. That was not a hot three.
2: take. That was a cold take. That's what well, you know.
0: That's no, a hot uh,
2: take that doesn't trust me, true No, That's the cold as ice cold take. <laughs> that's what that was. I
0: think you just enjoy giving me shit, Susie. Speaking of giving us shit, Susie, let's talk a little bit of fantasy football. We did our fantasy football draft, yeah. me and Joe on Saturday. And Wait, uh Joe... by the way,
2: for the record, I was not invited to be a part of their league. No, no, I wasn't. But it's okay because I have other friends who invited me to be part of their league. And no. coincidentally all of us did Yahoo Sports Fantasy Football Leagues. So, you know, after you draft Yahoo Sports, they send you a report court card about how they rate you, your draft. So I would like to go around the table and talk about what each score we got. Starting with you, Joe. Yeah, we can, we can talk about – What was your score that they gave you? A C? We, we got can, a C, okay? Hey, we can talk about We can talk about the scores <laughs> in a
1: second. We'll talk about the scores in a second, Okay. I would just like to say that the reason why you were not on our short list of people want to invite into a league is because you're going on deployment soon. And um, now I realize that you do have internet when you're on deployment. I, I forgot that you have those plush, easy deployments with internet access that some people do not because Chris and I don't have that. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I don't
2: I deploy under the water, but <laughs> yep. I'm telling you like, um, okay. I'm not even going there. Nope. You, but you're yep. with long Underways. I just yeah, say it. I don't have internet for three months. Oh my goodness!
1: I just don't have internet uh, under the water.
2: I ate camel spiders for almost a year.
1: They're now, not that bad. They're not that bad. About, right, going. so I'll go first. I'll go. I'll, I'll talk about first. All right. So yes, I got a C plus on my draft grade. Now, hang on. All right, let me go through my roster. We'll go. We can all go through our rosters real fast. So my first pick was Saquon Barkley. I had the second pick in the draft. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Got to get Saquon there. Uh, I was kind of torn between Zeke and Saquon, to be honest. But then I just figured just because Saquon's like the only element of the New York Giants offense that's going to do anything, that he's probably a safer bet. So I got Saquon. Um, My second pick was my quarterback in Russell Wilson. And then I got three really good receivers in Godwin, Ridley, and Diggs, which I was pretty happy with. Now, after that, my team kind of falls apart. My second running back is Mosert. I uh, don't have a good tight end. I really don't have a decent bench at all. Um and then but I think the only reason that my draft grade was so low is because I had to take Austin Seibert, who's the Browns kicker, I had to take him pretty early because I knew that Chris was gonna try and get him and I needed at least one <laughs> Browns player. So I took the I took a kicker higher than I should've. Um so I think that's why I got C plus. Without the kicker pick early, I might have been closer to a B. I don't know, maybe, maybe no. not.
0: Now for our the, listeners,
1: how early is early? When did you take Seibert? Well, he would have been about I filled out my starters before I got him. So he was no, he was my second bench pick or after my so I filled out my starters and I got my second quarterback in Josh Allen and then I got the kicker. So he would have been uh one, He was two, number three,
0: thir- number thirteen, by the way. There you P- go. In yeah. round round thirteen, which actually isn't even that early. I mean, that's not a terrible position to take. Um, your kicker in.
1: Well, but he's not the highest rated kicker, I think, is a problem. Yeah. And I took him early. Um, so that, that's my draft. I'm not, overall, I'm not bad with it. Like you said, um, the draft grades are kind of, you never know how they're actually going to turn out. Because I, I believe last year I also earned AC plus and ended up finishing runner up in the league. Um, now I did have to move a lot of players last year too. So that might be part of it also. But yeah. I'm not worried about it. So Susie, or, well, actually, this is, Chris, you should go next and then we'll get to Susie.
0: So, I, like Joe, I received a C, a C draft pick, or draft grade. Uh, So, I drafted... Was it plus or minus, though? It was just a straight-up C, you know?
2: You got a C plus? I got C. Oh, so, oh! You got a C plus, and you only got a C. Uh,
0: C's get get degrees, is what they say, you know what I'm saying? Or, in this case, the championship. Uh, So, uh, I drafted number seven overall out of a 12-man league, so... Um, It was a nice mid-round. I didn't necessarily hate that position uh, because you're in the middle of the round, basically every single round. So um, you're getting a pretty average team. Now my number one pick I took, I had to do it, and I wrote it down before the draft. I did my draft day. uh, I wrote it down on a post-it note. I wrote it down on a post-it note, Nick Chubb no matter what. And he was was available. He was my first pick. Uh, What, What pick was that?
2: He said 7th number,
0: number 7. 7th overall. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad considering that um, the first six picks were Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, uh, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, um, Alvin Kamara. Then it was Nick Chubb. So literally yeah. six picks before me, six running backs before me.
1: It and sounds like he was the
0: best available running back at the time. Now, I do like exactly.
1: the connection to – uh, that was the seventh pick overall in our fantasy draft. But just like the movie Draft Day, the Browns started off with the number seven pick, and Kevin Costner said Vontae Mack no matter what. So, exactly. Oh
0: yeah, dude. yeah. There we go. I wrote it on a post-it note and everything. So I, I said Nick Chubb no matter what. So I, I went through with my post-it draft man. plan. Um, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Sure <did. laughs> So. A what you wrote a it on a post-it note.
0: Post-it note. Uh-huh. Uh, you said nut the first time. Oh, did I? Ha! Nice. anywho uh so going into the second round uh i had i think it went i so i was seven and then i flipped to six right
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh yeah yeah so seven and six so i'd flip between the two because it was a snake draft so then i took lamar jackson as my quarterback which i didn't necessarily want to do that i don't think lamar jackson's gonna have as good a year this year as uh as last year I think defenses are going to end up ultimately figuring him out. And when they shut him down on the run game, he's just an average quarterback. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it. But I had to take him once again because quarterbacks are starting to go. Um, then on my third pick, I took James Conner. Unfortunately, uh, the Schittsburg Squealers uh, running back. You know, But he, he puts up points. So. And then I took Allen Robinson, which I believe in the fourth round is a steal. Um, because he is projected to be one of the top five receivers in the league this year. Then I took Zach Ertz. Then I took – this one was interesting, but I had to do it before um, anybody started taking defenses. I ended up taking San Francisco's defense because they're uh, looking to be pretty nasty this year. Uh, so I took the top-rated top defense in the preseason standings. So I, I can't hate that in the sixth round. And then here's a good, another good one for me. In the seventh round, I took Tom Brady. So, he's – Tom Brady is down there in Tampa Bay now. I think he has a good year. So, I took Tom Brady there. Uh, I saw and, that you
1: got Tom Brady, and uh hot take of mine is I think by week three or four, you're going to end up starting Tom Brady over Lamar Jackson. This no, that's
0: – that, that's 100%. I've even considered fucking starting Tom Brady in week one. Um, really projected. Uh Tom Brady in Week One is projected to have 21 points, and Lamar's projected to have 27. Um, now, well, Lamar the Lamar is playing the Browns, and therefore, um, you know, historically speaking, well, who's uh, Tampa Bay got? Tampa Bay is playing New Orleans, so I think the Browns got a better defense than New Orleans, to be honest. They did before everybody fucking got injured in, in, yeah, 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 in got training them. camp. Well, Greedy Williams, I, will be ready. he'll be ready by week one. No, I don't think so. I think so. He's not going to be. Mac Wilson, also not ready. Um, no,
2: those, those were serious injuries they had, yeah. Yes. No, no, no. I mean,
0: Delpert's the one that's out for the season. Well, I mean,
2: they, any of them would be lucky to come back. But we could still sign
1: Errol Thomas, too. Uh, before we, go, we to talk about who we're going to start and why –
0: yeah, yeah. So then I, so Tom Brady. Yeah, you're not wrong on that one. I'll, I'll probably end up starting Tom Brady over Lamar Jackson. I'm even if any of our people are listening, uh, anybody in our league listening. Um, I'm open to trades on Lamar Jackson potentially. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily need him right now. So I mean,
1: and uh, the I'll, other li- I'll is- listen.
0: I'll listen to trades. It's got to be week good one, though,
1: or not week one, but the first time that we played the Ravens last year, which I think was week four, maybe three. How many points yeah. did they put up on us? It was like 20 maybe? It was like
0: 20, and we put up like 43, 42 on yeah. them. Right. I know what you're saying. That, and that's why I'm saying like as soon as defenses figure out how to stop his run game, he's just an average quarterback. So, I mean – and last year is kind of like – that was one of his only weak spots um, weak games. The rest of the year he played outstanding. Obviously, he got MVP for a reason. So, But anyway, so – I got, after Tom Brady, I got Julian Edelman, CeeDee Lamb, Damian Harris, which I believe is going to be a sleeper this year. He's running back for New England. Uh, then I got Hayden Hurst. Will Lutz is my kicker from New Orleans, uh, which I drafted him in the 12th round right before Joe drafted Austin Siebert. So if I wanted Siebert, I could have taken him, but I took Lutz instead. Um, Carlos Hyde, your boy Carlos Hyde. I got him, Hunter Renfro. And then I actually did draft Cleveland's defense on the off chance that they – are healthy and actually good this year. I do have them on the bench. Then I got Frank Gore and Jason Witten. Overall, a C, a C grade from Yahoo. Um, I'm not upset with my team, though. I can work with it, even though they are predicting that I'm going to come in ninth place this year uh, based upon this, the uh, scores right now. And I do have the toughest, the toughest schedule in the league, by the way. So, you know, if you want to use that, oh, you're the commissioner, you have the easiest schedule kind of, Bullshit argument. That's. I like how. uh,
1: I like how you're making excuses already, though. Getting ahead of the gun. No, I'm not. I'm not making excuses. Yeah,
0: it's just. I'm just. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, you're right. Let's hear about Susie's fancy
1: team. Differently than ours. Let's hear about.
2: Okay. Yeah. So differently than yours, because by the way, I was not invited to be in theirs, but it's okay.
0: Hey, it's the. It's 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 called the League of Extraordinary Men. Uh so, no,
2: that sounds a little bit sexist and equal no, it's
0: actually me. it's actually a play off of that great movie, The Ex- The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh,
2: uh I think I could have been in that. Well, I think
0: there is a female in that movie, Chris.
2: Uh, probably at least one. Yeah.
0: There is, there is, but uh-huh. I mean, whatever, whatever.
2: Anyway, hey, I'll let
0: I'll let you know that I let Joe invite the other people because we needed like four extra people this year. Again, so I think right there. Some so.
1: people can't play fantasy football in deployment. I'm sorry. I didn't well, think am sorry. It. Some
2: of us also are in three-month-long deployments under C. We get a little <laughs> bit longer in the hot-ass desert. But anyway, for the record, Joe got C, minus C+, plus, something like that. You got C. I got a B-, minus, which means I got the highest-graded draft out of the three of us. Um, I drafted eighth out of ten people in the league. So break it a little oh, bit. Oh, whoa,
1: oh, oh. whoa, Now this is new information. Sorry to interrupt, but this is new information to me. You're drafting in a ten-person league. We're drafting in a twelve-person league. So it's very fair to say that if you were also in a twelve-person league, you would have gotten a C
0: plus
2: No, I don't think very so. Fair. I very don't fair. Very fair to so. assume so. Uh, what, what assumptions. Think,
0: it's it very no. It's 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 very <laughs> it's very true to assume that because a ten versus twelve-player <laughs> league is hundred percent different. Mm-mm. Yes, it is. It's at least – it's at least uh, 20% different.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I got a B-minus. You guys did it. That's neither here or there. So I drafted eighth, and um, I did ruffle some feathers a little bit. And I did draft a QB first. I drafted Lamar Jackson with the eighth overall pick. Ooh. I had Lamar Jackson for my fantasy football team last year, and he was, like, what literally saved me from being the worst team ever in existence in fantasy football – so I felt like a little connection through that. So I drafted him first, knowing that I was gonna. Cause okay, so who else would he drafted? Freaking Zeke, Saquon, um, Derrick Henry. They were already gone by the eighth pick. So um, what about I Michael? Th- what about Michael
0: Thomas? Michael I Thomas should been. He should have been available there at number eight.
2: I don't know how to look back and see that for sure, but I'm telling you, in my opinion the best person with the eighth pick, knowing that I was going to then have, like, the 11th pick, like, right after that, that I wanted Mm. to take Lamar, and I did. And then with my second pick, which would have been, like, the 11th or the 12th overall or something like that, I did get Nick Chubb because a little bit of a homer pick, but also he led the league in rush yards last year, so I wanted Nick Chubb on my team. And then for, like, the rest of it, I can't exactly remember the order, but I know, like, somewhere, like, mixed up – it was – I got Juju Smith-Schuster, which, again, I'm not a fan of because that means, like, at least, like, a little fraction of me needs to root for the Steelers. You
0: yeah, hate to see it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. do.
2: But one of my best friends, he's a huge Steelers fan, and he ended up drafting Baker in not mm. one but two of his fantasy football leagues as his quarterback. So we're both deploying together. So we're like, okay, mm. at least it makes it, like, a little bit better that we can, like – in shame, in silent shame, root for the Pittsburgh Steelers and root for the Cleveland Browns like with each see, other.
0: See, I, I can allow that, but you're also cheering for the Baltimore Ravens with your number one overall pick in Lamar Jackson.
2: I'm so. not cheering for not the Ravens. I am no, you are.
0: No, you are. If Lamar oh, yeah, Jackson hey, right. does good, if right. Lamar Jackson does good, the Ravens do good. So, I mean – I, I understand. Okay. I, I'm in the same scenario. I'm just pointing out the fact. Yeah, you
2: have to say that. yeah I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, but then I also drafted Tyler Lockett, Todd Gurley, Hair. Uh, what's his name? Freaking Hunter Henry is my tight end, which I was not thrilled about because I really wanted um, Travis Kittle, but he was gone before I got to pick.
1: Wait, George Kittle or Travis Kelsey?
2: George Kittle.
0: Okay.
2: Or Travis Kittle. either way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you combine um, two of your favorite men into the same Yeah, man, I and I, see like what I said you're I was thinking.
2: like is I drafted so late, like after it's like back to back, you know, you have to wait a while. So most of the good options were done. So I like took a little bit of a chance at him. Um I also have Stefan Diggs, I have Tyler Boyd. Like I don't have C D Lamb, which was I feel like I got him like really, really late. So I feel like that's what might have helped my my draft score was him and also Duke Johnson from the Texans were really late picks. I got that I think were like considered steals by Yahoo Sports that kind of helped my draft right. score.
1: Yeah, so either way, it should be. Uh, we're going to have to do a follow up. Um, we're going to have to do a follow up podcast sometime in December and see how we all did. Uh, Susie from the desert, since she has the internet access that I didn't know about. Um, yeah, we'll have to see it from there, man. We'll have to see how it turns out. Now, I would like to say, Susan, did you do fancy football last year? I did. And how did you finish?
2: Um, so we only had a league of six last year because I was in Korea. So there's this very small group of us because we wanted to put money in it. So there's a very small group of us that could bet money in a fancy football draft without it being illegal because you know you can't like bet enlisted first officer or stuff like that. Um, I don't exactly remember how I finished. I know I did not lose and I know I did not finish first. (laughs) So Somewhere in between there.
1: So uh, that's interesting because I know that I came in second last year. Okay.
2: But also I would just like to point out last year was the first year I've ever done fantasy football. Last year was my Mm. first year. This is only my second because my family has done it for as long as I can remember. And I was never invited before. But this is the first time that I've actually been invited to a league by other people. And I've joined it. And I'm also not named Joe, not named Joe yeah no I'm you're also invited, totally invited by female. everybody
0: invited by everybody uh not named joe obviously what? or me or or chris for that matter
2: <laughs> yeah so i appreciate that thank you guys well uh, no it's welcome. exactly no it's
1: exactly why we couldn't invite you because you don't want to break the laws between an officer enlisted and i think like uh percent of our li- league is enlisted uh Enlisted sailors and we are betting uh what's the buy in Chris? Like a hundred bucks, yeah.
0: Hundred dollar buy-in, baby.
1: For uh entertainment purposes only, obviously.
0: Right. Yeah, so it should be interesting, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh we are less than two weeks away from opening day kickoff, baby.
2: Which is so exciting. I can't. Oh my god, I
0: can't I can't wait. Like
2: I said, all the all the shirts and like everything I've been packing, it's been like Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns, some Ohio State stuff, but I like Packed it before I knew. Like the Big Ten was gonna like do what uh-huh. they did, yeah. yeah, the unspeakable. But <laughs> did you just
0: spill your beer, Susie? No. Are you sure?
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: mm. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, this Damn. is just my desk with all my important stuff on it. Um, no big deal. Anyway, oh uh... <laughs> uh, shit, Susie, you're a mess. Yeah, but, so, uh, where were we? All right, yeah, so, oh, well, hey, speaking of Big Ten football, uh, (laughs) back onto that track, do you see that now they're talking about the Big Ten starting Thanksgiving?
2: Yeah, no, but did you also see they voted again today about delaying the season?
0: Hmm, I did did not not see see that that one. I saw the Thanksgiving rumor.
2: I saw the
1: headline there. Oh. Yeah, that was, I saw that headline, too. That was, uh, that was actually to postpone it past this season because uh, the official vote never came to light. So this was the official vote to delay the season. But they were talking about starting at Thanksgiving. And it's like, why can you start in November and not September? You know what I mean? That makes uh, zero sense to me.
0: I don't, I don't get it, man. Um,
2: it's a heartbreaker either way. But- it is.
0: It is. It's going to be a weird fall without Ohio State football on Saturdays. But, I mean –
1: we already kind of talked about We got to cheer yeah. from Cincinnati. Probably, Cincinnati's always the only, there, I guess. There's the only
0: one school in Ohio
1: that's playing football, at least at the John, beginning of the season.
0: So. John will probably take me over to his Miami bar for the Miami game, so I guess there's that too.
1: Uh, Chris, don't hang out with those people. Don't, don't do
0: that. I mean, you know, John's You'll a good guy. you have a cocaine addiction by December. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Miami's known for that. That's true. Um, no, I won't root for him. I'll just watch good football games, though, hopefully. I don't know. I'm just sad that well, Ohio State's not going to be a part of it. If you want to watch good football games, you
1: also probably shouldn't go to the Miami bar. No, you're absolutely correct. Um, and you can tell John
0: I said that. Oh, no, he'll, he'll hear it. I promise you. <laughs> Miami's
1: like that. Miami's almost like a Notre Dame type team, where they're supposed to be good every year, and then every right. single year they make all these excuses about. they oh, well, we had
0: a quarterback battle, and we didn't make it out, and uh, all this other stuff. And they've know. got the they've got the defense interception chain and shit. Like they've got a bunch of swag, but nothing to back it up with, man. I mean, they play in the ACC. Outside of like Clemson,
1: who's good in the ACC that they can't beat? You know what I mean? It's like right. Zero excuse. Florida State used to be good. They're not good anymore. No. Virginia Tech is like, you know, semi-solid every year, I suppose. But
0: So, funny story about the Virginia Tech. So, last year, me and Danny went down to, I think it was the Ohio State um, Penn State game, downtown in D.C. And uh, we watched our game, and then we went out afterwards to another bar that was playing football games, too. And in this particular case, they were playing a Virginia Tech versus, I believe it was Rutgers uh, game or some smaller school that really didn't matter that much. And um, I had a couple beers that day, obviously, uh, watching Ohio State football against Penn State. You, you have a couple beers, right? And um, there was a whole bunch of Virginia Tech uh, fans in, in the bar And one of them got to talking to me, and he was a good guy um, from what I remember. And, like, uh, I remember distinctly asking him, I was like, hey, man, no disrespect, but why the fuck do you care about Virginia Tech against the Rutgers? Like, what's it – why are you guys so excited about this game? What's in it? he's like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, You know, it's just Virginia Tech. You know, that's our team. like, yeah, but the game doesn't matter. Both teams are terrible. (laughs) And, like, the dude gave me a look, and, like, and I laughed, he laughed. It was all good, but, like, it was a funny story from last year. Well, I just
1: remember when Ohio Ohio State was playing Rutgers last year, and I was in San Diego, TAD to San Diego, and uh, uh, Ohio State was playing Rutgers, and, uh, you know, obviously Ohio State was blowing them out. I think it was – I think we had put 40 points up in the first half or something like that. Crazy um that was the same day that that team up north and army went to like double I'm overtime or something like triple. that triple overtime yeah. and so we i was like we were at like uh ohio state bar in san diego and we we're cheering for san diego and everything and then or, or i'm sorry we we're cheering for ohio state but then all the ohio state fans were like hey can you turn off the ohio state game and turn on the army game please like yeah. we, we need to watch this happen
0: <laughs> yeah dude that was a that was a, a great game i Really was pulling for Army for the first time in my life on that game. Sadly, you let us down, as does as you guys do every time. So yeah, and I I think Navy beat Army again last year, which is dope. Yeah.
2: No,
0: uh, did year. they though, Susie? I'm pretty sure. Wait, look that up for me, please. I,
2: I, I, I thought Army I, beat us
1: three years in a row, and then we got the we got it back last year. That's then, what I last recall.
2: Year, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty as I recall, Navy won last year. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, yeah, that's cool. what I thought She, she did, did confirm cool. that Navy won last year. Yes, she yeah. did indeed confirm it. Thank you for confirming well, that. You know,
2: since I, I didn't go to Army. I didn't go to West Point. So I I'd care a little bit more if I had. But yeah, I, didn't. I mean, we don't. We don't. I'm not a square. Obviously, Chris but,
1: and I didn't go to Navy either. But eh, it's just so it's a, the, the whole branches eh, get behind it and stuff like that. So it's eh, uh it gets kind of exciting. We I'm don't just
2: uh, it is the largest. Military branch in the United States, so it's, I don't think it matters that much because you know. Why what, what, why
1: is being bigger
0: better?
2: Because uh, obviously, most important if we're drafting more people, not drafting, but like getting more people and having more funding and stuff. Susie, like
0: that. it's Susie, it's the motion of the ocean, not the size of the ship. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, like that one now. uh I mean, I will say this is you're kind of talking about the like Navy right now, but w- what did you just say about our deployments? Three, three, three months. Yeah. Uh, and how long are you going to be yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Probably like yeah. 12. Uh,
1: and so, uh, uh, what's, what's the advantage for you again?
2: Uh, more money.
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. Camel spiders.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously really superb food. Oh
1: uh, uh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So you can, you can claim the superb food on Chris. Not for me. I'm a submariner, best food in the military. That's widely, Known and accepted.
2: I'm definitely kidding about the food, too. Oh, okay. It sucks.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, your, um, beer, your beer glass is looking a little light there yeah. after your spillage. Uh, you need a refill.
2: Maybe. Yeah. You
0: need a refill and you need to chug it because you spilled that last beer. You need to pay it respect.
2: I didn't spill all of it. It's only like a quarter or so.
0: Quarter.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Rookies. You know. Actually, that might be the first beer spillage on the podcast.
0: Yeah. No, I, I did it, it once. Up. I
1: think that's the second one. I think I did it once.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you did.
2: <laughs>
1: no, my phone did not go off. The computer went off, and you did it on purpose.
0: <laughs> She's trying to make it a long night for you tonight, buddy.
1: Hey, what do you think the Indians are gonna win tonight? We got the Royals.
0: I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win it tonight. Uh, who's pitching tonight? The Bees is up tonight. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh well, then it's 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 game over then, bro. Yeah.
2: At this point.
0: What is, he's what is he? He's like he's six, and he's 6 He's and right 6 now, and, right?
1: 0 and he's got like a 130 ERA.
0: If that man is not in the, the top contention for the Cy Young Award this year, I don't know what deserves it because – Hey,
1: we'll come back to Biebs in a second. We got to talk about how Susie has poured this beer. Oh, no. Goddamn officers, man. I tell you what.
2: What's wrong with it? It's a little short.
1: They didn't, she didn't, she didn't pour it on the side. She just well, dumped it. because I was trills.
2: trying to pour a growler into a cup by myself. Mm, okay? mm, mm, I didn't, but mm, look, mm. for not being able to tilt the cup on its side, I think I did okay. <laughs> that's not bad. It's not a bad pour. It's
1: not about how it looks. It's about how it tastes, Susan. <laughs> yeah,
2: it tastes just fine. Tastes just fine.
0: How's anyway. it
2: taste? Just fine. <laughs> He's like a season pro Port, That's what I'm
1: saying. The mm. Biebs is up tonight. He's got like a 130 ERA. Uh, so yeah, should be a win tonight. We got three games against the uh, Royals, which we, we we played the Royals like once already this season. I think we right. It was a we sweep, swept them, I, I believe. Could. Yeah, it was a sweep. And, uh, we could use a sweep right now because we're tied for first place with the White Sox. White Sox right. coming out of nowhere. Twins taking a shit, which I'm all about.
0: Hell yeah! Uh, yeah,
1: I'm super. No, about you that. know,
0: you know, you know, they'll come back out though. The the Twins will. They'll figure it out. Well, They'll come back swinging.
1: Well, it's kind of like what we talked about earlier this year when the Twins – we went one and three against the Twins in the first series we played against them. And then Ryan even said that, like, I'd rather have – because we had all the pitching and no batting, and they were kind of the opposite, all the batting and no pitching. And he even said I would rather have the pitching, you know. And uh, the Twins did not. And – uh and now they're because now their batting's kind of falling by the wayside. They're slowing down a little bit. And now they're not winning games without the uh, pitching. So right. shout out to Ryan for saying that because that's a true story. Now, Absolutely. the Indians, I think our new rotation is uh, I think McKenzie's is going to come in for Clevenger and yep. we'll get Plisic back. And we got Pluko waiting in, uh, waiting in the shadows for, you know, whatever. like I said, that's need needs more rep. I think Pluko needs way more reps. He should now, be like he- an early reliever.
0: When he's sitting back there and he's not like in the starting rotation, he's obviously not a reliever. What's he doing? Is he down at the farm, just at the alternative site until he gets called back up or what? Wow, uh, he's in the pen. Oh, is he?
1: They just never use him in case we wanted to start him. But mm-hmm. now that we, now that I feel like the rotation is more solid now because Plesack is back. McKenzie comes in for Clevenger. So now that we have a set five man rotation, there's no reason that Pluko should not be a highly used early reliever.
0: Yeah, I would think so.
1: I mean, if you if you, I feel like if you take the starting pitcher off after six, which out of all the games I've watched, it feels like normally it's about six is when our starter comes off. And yeah. then But Pluco is very capable of going seven and eight, mm-hmm. and then you could have Hand or Simber or even Perez close out the nine. Um, yeah. If we're well, winning I, at least.
0: I think you're 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 forgetting about number ninety nine. Uh, what's his name? Um. Oh, Karen check. I did forget about Karen Car- check. Yeah. Karen Cech, dude. I like Karen check. He is a good deep reliever. Uh, he's he'll super, go. He's super good. He'll he'll go two, two, even 3 innings. He's got the
1: highest strikeout rate of all relievers right now in the majors. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. He, he is. Game. I really like him and he's number 99 pitching for the Indians, so he's the wild thing. Yeah. Even with uh, the loss of Clevenger, I don't think the Indians need to worry about starters or
1: relievers. Our pitching no. is set. Yeah. Um, we got, even if you think about it, even with the starters, we got two guys in the pen that are supposed to be starters. One of them is Plutko. The other one is Logan Allen. Now I don't like Logan Allen very much yeah, from what I've seen of him, but he is a starting pitcher. Mm. So we got two starters in the pen. The rest of the pen guys, um, Perez, Karen check, Simber hand, and even the other guy Leon. So that's five right there. Super capable pitchers. Plus the two starters that we got in the pen. I, you know, I'm, I'm not. As much as I like clevenger i 'm not upset about losing him at all. I wish we'd right. gotten something a little bit better for him, but I'm not upset about it at all
0: yep that's uh that's pretty much my assessment of that as well. you know as much as I liked uh Clevenger you know having sunshine on the team, ultimately he did that to himself, man
1: he had the weirdest windup of all time
0: yeah he he almost made be like um. Nervous when he was pitching because he like did that thing where you rock back and forth rock back and forth rock back and he then looked he'd like, set. he
1: looked like uncomfortable he looked like right. uncomfortable on the man.
0: right I, I mean that's obvious he's obviously comfortable with it, but um you know it's it just an unnatural motion um, but we don't have to worry about it anymore and now Let's talk about it. The flip side here: what does that do for the Padres? Because the Padres are looking fucking mean right now. They added so many
1: moves. They made so many fucking moves at this trade deadline because they got. I think they got like three fucking infielders too, or something like that. Like they got man. They traded, or they they traded at least for. I know they got another catcher, and they got at least one infielder. The Padres are going all in in 2020, man. Uh, As they they should, as they should. They've been they've been solid. It would be, hey, Sue, so, hey, let me lay this situation on you. I want both of you to comment on this. Flash forwarding to November. 2020 mm. World Series. Game 7. Mm. Shane Beaver versus Mike Clevenger on the mound. San Diego Padres versus Cleveland Indians. 2020
0: World Series. How do you feel about that, Chris?
1: Beaver, well,
0: uh, consider, consider the Indians the World Series champions then. Because like yeah. I said... You put Bieber on the mound. I'm like, oh, that's done. It's a done deal.
1: They got Clevenger, and the Padres have way better hitters than we do. Well, a they got Machado. They traded
2: Clevenger, not Bieber.
1: Well, that's true, but they have way better hitters than us. They got Hosmer, Byers, Machado. Yeah, but they probably uh, can't hit. Added Tati, uh, Tatis, what's his name? Tatis Jr. They, who hit the world, the, uh, Grand Slams all the time. Yeah,
0: you you can't. Yeah, in order to have a Grand Slam, you have to have people on base. Guess who walked those people on base? Guess who doesn't throw walks? Is that Shane Bieber? Dude, anytime he steps on the mound, man, like I'm confident that's a win that night. I'm saying that'd be super interesting. Game seven, the Beebs versus That would the Clev. be Yeah, that would be super that'd interesting. Be fun.
2: It'd be but definitely super fun to watch.
0: It would be. But uh I'm a believer as they say. You know. <laughs> His name's not for Justin. Number, uh, for number 57, you mean not the Canadian. Right. right, not the Canadian. No, the number 57. Uh I love when he when they do the Players Day jerseys and his his name is not Justin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not Justin, yeah. No. Well, what's even more funny is that uh Justin Bieber, the Beaver, we he will uh wear the uh the number 57 Cleveland jersey around with the beaver on the back. Which
0: is I think is pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I mean, uh, cool. I, got, I guess we have Justin Bieber as a fan of the Cleveland Indians. I mean, cool. Okay, Justin Bieber could be our, our Drake. How about that? Yeah,
1: if he – well, we don't really need a Drake. I don't know. Maybe We don't have fans <laughs> right now anyway. Now, uh, all right, so we need to change subjects a little bit. So, Susan, our next bracket episode, we promise we will not lose this one, guys. So, hang with us a little bit here. We will not lose this bracket episode. Yes. But it's been decided the next bracket episode that we're going to do is the greatest sitcoms of all time
2: Mm.
1: coming down the pipe. So give us some suggestions, Susie.
2: Well, so I'm a, like, honestly, a terrible person (laughs) to ask that question, too, because I've seen, like, maybe three sitcoms in entirety my entire 24 and a half years of being on this planet. It's friends. The Office, and Parks and Rec. I've never seen Seinfeld. I've never seen that Sunday show. I've never seen MASH. So I do, good, not, do not include good thing, me as a panelist.
0: Good thing you're going on deployment, so you'll have all yeah. the time in the fucking world to catch up on Seinfeld. Yeah, I, I'm,
2: taking, I'm taking Joe's little hard drive full of movies and TV shows, so I, I will get caught up. But like yes. I said, do not include me as a panelist for that one because I'm a terrible pick. Of the three I've seen, yeah, is Parks and Rec is the best one I've seen. But like I said... I've never seen most of them, so... Also, a terrible person to ask that question too. Dude,
1: there's so many that we're going to get in here, though, because, like, you got to think about it. So, Parks, what do you say? You said Parks, Parks
2: and Direct The Office, and Friends are the only three I've seen. Those
1: three will make the cut. far as
2: like, sitcoms go.
1: Those three will make the cut for sure. There's so many, though, dude. Like, The League has to be in there. Oh, yes. It's always sunny in Philadelphia.
2: Uh, I've seen It's Always Sunny. I always forget that's kind of a sitcom. Love, It's Always Sunny, not as good as Parks
1: and Rec, though. Seinfeld, Kirby Enthusiasm, The Office, like, they all got to be in there, dude. Yeah, And then we were talking about it. I think we got to get the animated series in there too, right? So South Park, Family Guy, The Simpsons, King of the Hill, Archer. they got to be mm-hmm. in there, right?
0: I would think they would be. I mean, we already looked up the definition of a sitcom. It turns out that's a shortened uh, phrase for situational comedy, um, in which case I think an, an animation one uh, fits that billet. So, um, yeah, we have to put them in there too. So, I mean, that's going to be a lengthy one. I think we're going to have to limit ourselves to probably 32 on that one again, maybe even 16. It might be hard to get down to just 16, so we'll probably do a 32 one, but I, we definitely will uh, record to the cloud, therefore we will not lose it, and it's going to be a full-on episode. If you can stand three and a half hours of us talking and bullshitting and making great arguments, uh, that'll be out there in the future. Well, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll see We'll see how it plays out. We. we yeah, well, 32 is a little bit too big, but we'll get it creative about how we can narrow it down to 16. Maybe hold like a voting on Instagram or something like that.
0: We could do that or, yeah, I mean, we could play, uh, you know, some beer pong for it. Like put shoot, shoots into each cup represents one comedy and you like something like that. I don't know. That could be fun. I can't leave the best sitcom of all time up to chance, my friend. Well, if you're any good at beer pong, uh, it's not chance there, buddy.
1: Uh, well I think I'm better than you at beer pong. That's
0: been I, I I I disagree. I disagree. It, no. I don't know. It, it, I don't
1: know it,
0: man. It, no. it, hey, well, anybody. Anyway, speaking of brackets, we are actually going to do uh with their good buddy from Whack Brackets, Mike, we're doing another uh, a couple Whack Bracket episodes with him, like mini episodes here coming up this week. So, those will be coming up in the future too. Yeah, we're doing some mini-episodes with him. I think we're
1: doing two, so that'll be up. And then also on Wednesday, um, our good buddy, my neighbor John. Uh, neighbor John's coming back on because he has some hot takes on fantasy football that he really wants to get out there. So good stuff. He's, uh, I like
2: that. Yeah,
0: We'll be getting him now, back on here. He's not he's not the John that's in our league, correct? Correct. Okay, that, that's what I thought. Yeah. The John in our league is somebody I work with.
1: He's a Cowboys fan. You can count him out. Um, him and Skylar Farley both, I think, I added just to be, uh, um, you know, like fluffers, if you will. Um, yeah. Like, take up space, not not make a lot of impact. Yes, yeah, I'm I mean. i
0: Skylar, if you're listening. Yes, Skylar. Uh, not too much impact. We ain't, we ain't too oh, concerned. Skylar, Skylar is a
1: guy, by the way, if we haven't established that.
0: He is indeed a male. I think our audience knows Skylar is a male very well. Although, we have to continually remind them because they see the name and they're like, Oh, wait. Skyler, the girl? No, no, he's a male for sure. Everybody knows that.
1: <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Got to make sure you make that clarification every time. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. So we got the t-shirts. Susie wants a t-shirt, so we gotta get her one of them before she goes on appointment.
0: Absolutely. I'll send one. Uh, I'll send it. I Barb, I apologize if not sent out the shirts yet. I know you ordered a couple of them. I've just been a little bit busy. I had a tire explode on me. So I've been dealing with that issue the past couple of days. Uh, I am gonna get those t-shirts, t-shirts in the mail, and you uh, can go ahead and
2: send mine to my mom, dad I'll be. Uh, that's what I'm saying, yeah. In like the next two and a half weeks. So
0: can- Hell yeah, I'll send it. I'll send it to your mom's place. Hopefully, you'll be there by the time it gets there. You should be because you're gonna be there for what a week.
2: Yeah, I'm going home okay. for a little less than a week. Well, then she's also coming down to Texas, like right before I
0: leave. So I'll, okay. her again. Yeah, I'll make sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to get them out here in the next day or two. That way, you get it before you leave. Yeah, man. Hell yeah! Hey.
1: I think it was a great episode. Yeah, Hell yeah! Always finish this
0: out. Uh, always good to have you on, Susie. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, everybody, and uh, we love you all. And we'll see you.